Welcome to the Quantum Growth Podcast, empowering financial advisors to build practices for the 21st century by providing insights and interviews on leadership, strategy, and practice management. Now here is your host, Barron's Hall of Fame advisor, Jonathan Cutton. Welcome to another episode of Quantum Growth for Financial Advisors. It is your host, John Cutton. I uh, hope everybody's having a great day, and I am super duper excited uh, to have a repeat guest here uh, who's become a friend and um, someone that I'm depending on to really help bring my business to the next level that I've been uh, super impressed with the results in the short term that we've worked together uh, that I've been able to get. So Paul McManus, um, as a repeat guest, maybe you can say a quick hello uh, to everyone in the audience. Yes, thank you so much for for having me. Um, I really enjoyed our first episode where we went deep in terms of how to write and publish a book. Um, I've gotten tremendous feedback from that episode, so I'm definitely excited to be here today and really talk about the next evolution, which is once you've published your book, how do you market it effectively? And we'll deep dive on this in terms of how to do so using LinkedIn. Yeah, so well said, Paul. And um, you know, I'll share with the audience. So Paul's podcast has gone on to be our most viewed podcast, interestingly enough. And here's what's interesting. I think part of it uh was the fact that uh it's a great subject matter and Paul did a really nice job. But the other part of it is I allowed Paul to actually engage in my own LinkedIn marketing to actually help drive the results. And we've gotten like four times more views than any other podcast that we've ever had uh, because of his ability to market it. So uh, I thought that was really just cool aside, uh, you know, to talk through a little bit. So super excited to have you back, um, to be completely transparent with our audience. Um, I knew of Paul for many years. I, when I had Paul uh, on the podcast, it was our first real conversation. Uh, and that podcast launched maybe a month ago or so, maybe a little longer uh, ago now. Uh, I since have gone on, after being really intrigued by the podcast, uh, to write my first book with Paul, uh, which is going to be published shortly. It's going through compliance review uh, with my own broker dealer. It's on the wealth management side. And I've actually engaged Paul to write five additional books uh, that will be primarily for financial advisors. So what's cool is I got to hear about it at the same time all of you got to hear about it. And then I actually executed on it. Um, and I will say it was the coolest process that I've ever gone through. And it is actually true. You can write a book in six weeks or less uh, and be really proud of the uh, of the end result. So I've become a fan uh, and somebody that I think um, as someone who wants to give back to the industry. Um, I already know some folks that I coach and some advisors in the industry uh, that have listened to the podcast and, and engage Paul. So I uh, just want to do my normal, super long cut and frame out, but uh, I've been unbelievably impressed, Paul. And I know uh, you are in the process of kind of putting, I think, the last couple of uh, dotting the proverbial I's and uh, crossing the T's on your new book, um, which is a financial advisor's guide uh, to, I'm sorry, which is actually uh, from author to authority, mastering LinkedIn, gain visibility, and attract premium clients as a financial advisor. So 
Um, tell our audience, Paul, a little bit about what they can expect in the book and kind of why you wrote it and uh, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, 100%. And thank you for all the, the kind words that you said. I appreciate it. I wrote my, my first, so I've been in the LinkedIn game, so to speak, for the last eight or nine years, working with financial advisors and financial professionals more broadly, use LinkedIn to essentially do lead generation, get appointments, and to grow their, their business. Um, and my observation is that LinkedIn, for most people, is fundamentally broken. And I'll tell you what I mean by that, is that everyone you know, knows about it, most people are active on it, and yet they're not seeing the results that they would wish or expect. And there's a couple of reasons for that. <clears throat> the first reason, well, let's back up for a second and talk about why LinkedIn is so powerful. Um, LinkedIn, you know, if you're a financial professional, financial advisor, you know, odds are what you want is to network, connect, and attract as clients, business owners, highly compensated executives, affluent professionals, millionaires, et cetera. And LinkedIn has all of those things built into it. So it, so it becomes this perfect platform, theoretically, for people to engage with. Um, now, that being said, the biggest challenge is that, one, the advertising side of LinkedIn is prohibitively expensive. If you were to go to LinkedIn and say, hey, I'm going to do some paid ads, run some ads, Practically nobody does that unless you're Microsoft or you know some huge company because it's just prohibitively expensive. And I don't know the reasoning behind that. I'm sure it makes sense from their business model, but but by and large, no one engages LinkedIn that way. The other approach is that okay, well, let's post a couple things, let's do some you know social media. So if I was at an event or if I did something, I'm gonna post a picture, I'm gonna you know post a quote, I'll share an article, all those kinds of things. And well. That's probably how a lot of people use it. It fundamentally doesn't work to drive meaningful results. And so I think people get discouraged. You know, it's like, hey, you know, I'm on LinkedIn, I post, and I don't really know <laughs> what happens. And so why am I doing this? Um, and then the third way is what a lot of other people do, which is most of the marketing programs out there that um, help people tap into LinkedIn from a lead generation and a sales perspective is built around the idea of automation, direct messaging, building out the network <clears throat> and converting strangers into leads and calls. And I've done that myself. I continue to do that to a, to a large degree. It's part of our overall process, but that by itself, I would say is fundamentally broken because the bottom line is, is that no one likes to be sold to. Right. You know, you don't wake up every morning and say, ah, I just wish someone would give me a good offer and I can jump on a phone call with them and, you know, hear their pitch and I'm going to go buy their stuff. I mean, you know, that's not how the world works, but that's how these programs are essentially geared towards trying to attract the right people. So to me, that's my framing of why LinkedIn is broken. And so how do you fix that? How do you take this potential gold mine of opportunity? but tap into it effectively. And over the course of the past eight years, what I learned is that you really need to elevate yourself into what I would call an authority, someone who has you know, credibility, who has um, all these different attributes that people are naturally attracted to. And the most meaningful and most efficient way to do that is to become an author. Um, and so for now, so, so before I worked with people more broadly in terms of LinkedIn, 
And that's what my first book, Smart Million Dollar Producer, was geared towards. But this new book is really tapping into how I fundamentally help financial authors today become successful using LinkedIn. And it's to either, if they have an existing book, it's to take that book and really maximize the value of that book on LinkedIn. But by and large, for most people, it's they don't have a book. They've thought about a book. They'd like to write a book. It's on their bucket list. And I, for most people, I start there. I say, okay, let's start by writing that book. That's really the fundamental step. And once we have the book published, now we can go into LinkedIn and really maximize the value of it. But you have to have that first step in place. And so all of the approaches that we talked about in my new book, From Author to Authority, comes from the perspective of someone who is now a financial author. And that can be an advisor, um, you know, tax attorney, a CPA, a business advisor, um, you name it. But now once say, okay, I put in this work, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to build my visibility, attract those clients, and that's who this book is, game, is, is geared for. Yeah, super uh, well said, and thanks for kind of going backwards a little bit, right, to go forward. And, you know, as you're kind of explaining it, I think most financial advisors are exactly where you're describing, which is one, um, I mean, look at me as an advisor, we've got lots of credibility as a financial planning firm. Mm-hmm. And I post LinkedIn. Uh, and I, no one comments, the viewership is very uh, small. And yet we're a Barron's Hall of Fame practice. And we've got all of this credibility in a big firm. Um, ultimately, having the book, right, this is what I've learned through going through the process with you, is actually almost what the LinkedIn messaging, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, is around is one, you build this credibility by authoring a really well-written book. But two, just because someone might be following you or watches your content or reads your content doesn't necessarily mean that they're immediately thinking to themselves, great, I want to come in for a consultation and invest all of my money, but much, much more likely that they might be interested in receiving a free copy of a book to learn a little bit more about what you do. So maybe you can just share a little bit, Paul, about your thoughts there. Yeah, hundred percent. And I'll I'll say, and, and I think you'll appreciate this, is that you know while my focus is on authorship, it also I think extends out to people like yourself who have a podcast. And so you you've invested a lot of time and energy into building out your podcast. I'm sure a lot of your listeners have done something similar. And so the same strategies that we're talking about through authorship, I think, can also be applied to. Um, people like yourself who have a podcast because it's it's really an authority platform. Um, but fundamentally, you know, and I've, I've heard you say this, right? It's like, who are, and I'm, I'm going to probably butcher it, but when people start by listening to your podcast, you don't know who they are. You know, you have your podcast out there. It's out in the world. You're, you're sharing your information, your knowledge. People are attracted to it. And whether it's an advisor, it, it will say advisor in this case, um, by the time they reach out to you, what tends to happen? You know, do, do, do you have to go through the whole work of the, the whole, you know, you know, hi, I'm, I'm John and, you know, I'm, I do this and I do that. It's like, it's like, no, and I'll, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll let you say, it, you know, I've heard you say it, but it's, they already know enough about you. They know your opinions, your value, but, you know, all the things that you would want someone to know. They already know that they like you. They know that you can add value. And by the time they show up on your doorstep, guess what? They're ready to take the next step. Um, 
And I think, again, going back to that broken model of LinkedIn, part of the challenge is, is that the approach that most people take is, I want someone to immediately say yes to my offer, right? But I haven't taken the time to establish the credibility. And it works to a degree, but it, it takes a lot of time, energy, and effort because now one, you have to get someone who's willing to have a conversation with you and they're probably skeptical. And two, once they have the conversation, it takes a lot of time, energy, and effort to move someone forward into saying yes, because you're starting from ground zero. This is my value proposition, you're going through all these things. And so a book, just like a podcast, um, it allows you to deliver what I call value in advance. So someone is curious, that's a problem I have, I identify with this. I resonate with it. I take my time to consume the content. But now by the time I'm reaching out for help, I'm already ready to go. <laughs> I just need to reach out and you know, sign, you know, sign an agreement and do whatever we need to do, ask a few questions, figure out some logistics, but I'm ready to go. Um, and so it's the, same, it's the same idea as that LinkedIn fundamentally, what is it? Well, it's a, it's a communications platform. But, you, but what you, you know, the, the author to authority concept is that you want to start by demonstrating that you're an authority, attracting the right people to you, giving them some time to self-select so that by the time they talk to you, they're ready to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen it with my podcast, both on the wealth management side and, and the Cutting Consultant Group podcast as well. And that's really what I love about the work that you're doing. It helps an advisor I think with both parts of the equation, right? The first part of the equation being the credibility building, right? And who the heck doesn't want to have a book? Forget forget for a minute about the LinkedIn marketing, right? Which I want to spend most of our time on today. But you start to think about having a book launch party, which we plan to do all your ideas, by the way, Paul. So I'm uh, regurgitating your own ideas, but book launching party, sending a copy of your book to all of your clients, holiday gifts, your CPA firm sending it to their clients, um, you know, so on, et cetera. You've got this ability to give something away of value for free. And that's kind of like marketing 101 is content marketing and providing value and asking for nothing in return to build that trust. And now what you've done on the LinkedIn side, um, which I'm unbelievably intrigued about, um, is then figured out a way to get a bigger following for more people to be interested in the value that you can provide. Um, and it has this, this ability, right, to multiply. So um, I have been after trying to figure out social media and LinkedIn for years in my own practice and my own consulting business. Um, and I stink at it. And that's that's it. I stink at it. And I, I haven't been able to figure it out. Our listeners uh, have heard me talk a lot um, about you could choose to either go you know, an inch uh, wide and a mile deep, or you can try to go an inch deep and a mile wide, right? And you know, most financial advisors don't have the time to go a mile deep as it relates to social media and LinkedIn marketing and the kind of marketing person that they can hire or afford doesn't necessarily have that kind of niche value and experience in one particular discipline. They're usually, you know, good at lots of things, right? And they're more of a generalist. And what I really love about what you've been able to do is to go literally a mile deep on how to write a book, how to utilize LinkedIn, um, and all of the benefits of that 
Um, but to really stay in those two areas as a way to really specialize and help advisors get an unbelievable impact. So I'm going to put you on spot a little bit, Paul. And by the way, uh, listeners, you might need to suffer through a little technical difficulty, but I'm going to ask you, Paul, and I probably need to unshare my screen a little bit and give yeah. you the ability uh, to do so. But um, I recently gave Paul, as I mentioned, the ability to kind of help me as a pilot utilize my LinkedIn uh, account so that he can show uh, me how it all works. And he did it with the podcast that he and I had done together. So for those of you who are on YouTube, Paul's kind of showing his screen right now and can just kind of explain um, what you walked me through, Paul, about the results of the impressions and kind of maybe you could just give uh, our audience a little bit of a view. And, and by the way, as I looked at my LinkedIn profile, I think I need a new picture. But anyway, I'm going to give it to you, Paul, kind of walk through what you did and how this actually worked. Yeah. So I'm going to start by saying one of the reasons that one of the things I love about our process is that for the most part, we start with um, a financial professional, financial advisor who doesn't have a book. And so we start by, as, we, as I've said, helping them first write the book before we get into LinkedIn um, marketing. And what that process allows us to do is to really get to know our client. You know, we understand through that, that, that writing process, we get to understand their thoughts, their opinions. We get familiar with all their marketing collateral and so it gives us a huge advantage when it comes to time to actually executing on any marketing strategy. You know, that compared to just looking for a marketing company and suddenly it's like, hey, you know, can you help me execute my strategy? And probably a good marketing company will say, sure, of course we can. But <laughs> realistically, they don't know anything about you. And so, you know, they're in the business of just marketing. And so to me, the, the, the synergy here is huge because, you know, while I think it was in January or February, where we had our first real conversation. I mean, you know, since then, I feel like I know you extremely well. Um, I'm very familiar with the work that you've done. I'm very impressed. Um, and I know you have all these different assets such as your podcast, which is, you know, of, of high value. And I know that because I get people reaching out to me and saying, you know, I'm listening to John's podcast and, and that's why I'm reaching out to you. So you have all this in place. And now it's okay, well, aside from the book, how do we start to gain that visibility and really leverage those assets that you already have in place? And so I think a podcast was just a, a good place to start um, as we're waiting for the book to be uh, published and approved. And so literally just this past week, I was working with Joe, who is your right-hand man there at the office. And we were looking at, and I was, I was showing him the strategy, we talked about this in my, my new book about how to gain visibility without breaking the bank. Here's a statistic. So Severin here is a financial advisor. So do you know how much it costs to get a thousand impressions on LinkedIn if you were to go to their paid advertising platform? Is that oh. rhetorical? You want me to ask that? I'm going to say 500 bucks. So, so for a thousand impressions, it's, I would say very conservatively, it's about 33 bucks. Okay. And so if you think about, you know, just kind of multiply that out, you think about 10,000 impressions, um, and you're at what, 330, um, you know, but let's get to a million. So at a million impressions, you're looking at, um, you know, 33,000 or something like that. And that's a conservative. I, I literally went yesterday to see if I could boost one of my posts and it was actually double that. It was about $75 per thousand. You know, so you have to think if I'm going to pay that kind of money, I need to have some immediate return on investment. Otherwise it's unsustainable. And so just, you know, literally um, this past week, 
just to really show um, you what's possible and to show Joe what's possible in terms of the strategy, um, we posted one episode of your podcast that you did. And of course, I chose mine to, <laughs> to post. I mean, why, why not? I'd expect nothing. I wouldn't die. Um, and, you know, you, you have a very healthy following. So, you know, you, you're, you're, you know, you have close to 6,500 followers. And so, you know, you're, you're, you're already doing things right. But the really interesting thing here is that a couple things. Um, number one, if we look at your, your stats for the past 365 days, and, and, and part of this is just through inactivity. So, you know, but, but realistically, you know, how, you know, what have you been doing the past year? And you have a total of 16,000 impressions, 16,000 over the course of a year. Um, just from what Joe and I did last week, more than half of those impressions came from the past week. Should and I the idea, and the idea is not that or excited, embarrassed or excited, should I be? Or no, both? no, excited because this is opportunity. It's like anytime you see something, you know, you know, to me, it's like I would say it's excitement because this is just the tip of the iceberg. You know, I use that that that. Um, that that number of a million intentionally because if, if a million impressions is worth we'll say thirty five thousand dollars roughly and possibly double that imagine from this one linkedin account that you have over the course of the next 12 months if we can grow that to a million impressions you know what kind of you know return on that it goes from eight thousand over the course of a year to a million <laughs> over the course of the year and you don't have to spend money on paid advertising but you already take this asset that you have, which is your podcast, which I think you do weekly or so. Um, you, you're developing more assets, such as your book, and you have the ability to gain massive visibility um, just by just by knowing a couple of key strategies that are appropriate for you as both a podcaster and an author. Now, you know you're in a unique position because you have, I want to say, roughly sixty. Um, employee advisors and colleagues and, and whatnot, who, right. if you decide to, you know, get everyone swimming in the same direction at some point, and of course, I'm sure there'll be multiple things that you're trying to accomplish, but imagine that, you know, multiplied over 60 different LinkedIn accounts, potentially. I mean, those, you know, the, the book title and the subtitle, which is From Author to Authority, Gain Visibility. I mean, that's what I'm talking about, is how do you gain massive visibility with your ideal clients but the starting step is having the right collateral. You already have the right collateral when it comes to your podcast. We're adding to it through the book. And so you're already primed to now take advantage of these of these strategies. Yeah, amazing. And um, so we, it sounds like we've got, correct me if I'm wrong, but half as many views as we got in a whole year in the last week. Is that accurate? It is. And it's mostly, I mean, it's just because I think of a lot of inactivity. It's just kind of sporadic posting. But I think fundamentally it's because if you don't, you know, but fundamentally, if you post and you get say 200 views, it, it's not a priority, right? It, it, it's like, you know, it, if, if you if you post and you get 20,000 views, well, guess what? Your incentive to post goes significantly up. And exactly. if you post and you get 200, 300, 500 views, you're like, eh, you know, should I do it? I'm busy, whatever. And so it's just a matter of saying, you know, hey, there's this opportunity to create massive visibility. And now that we know how to do that, now let's put the time and energy into it because the reward is there for you.
Hey, Quantum Growth for Financial Advisor listeners. One ask of all of you, as you know, we do these simply to help all of you grow your businesses and grow your practices, become better leaders, better advisors, more valuable to your community. Share this with a friend, give us five stars, make a comment. Uh, We'd love to, to get more and more listeners. The world of abundance is out there, so don't be shy to share it with other financial advisors in the industry. Thank you, as always. I couldn't be more excited about uh, the work that you've done. And what's interesting is it then related directly to um, my podcast. So we're able to then look and go, well, how many people actually watch the podcast or episode together, which is why earlier I said it's now got four times more views or listens uh, than any of our other podcasts. So it all kind of goes together. And while this was on my consulting business, right, I think the next step is to do this in the wealth management business as I publish the book that you helped me write. And that's what I'm trying to connect the dots. Um, and by the way, the fact that you could do that in real time, I've <laughs> set you up to fail a little to do uh, the view of the LinkedIn and all that was pretty, pretty impressive in and of itself. Uh, but to our listeners, and again, I don't know if you're all like me, uh, maybe not, but you know, we coach a lot of advisors and um, every advisor that I've encountered generally has the same problem. They post content. Um, they put stuff up in LinkedIn and it does nothing. It doesn't, it doesn't ever generate any real interest, any real prospects. And when you think in those terms, Paul, of a million impressions, right? A million impressions is a lot of impressions. And I've studied a little bit through listening to other marketing folks' podcasts that uh, talk about impressions and kind of the multiplicity uh, of the ability to grow nationally, right through this kind of uh, th- through the social media world, and it's absolutely uh, amazing. Um, and I love that you've got this this uh, this skill set, um, and I plan to help leverage it uh, if that's okay with you, and kind of really take it uh, you know to the next level. So, um, you know, Paul, you talked a little bit about why you think LinkedIn um, is a really good strategy for financial advisors. Can you talk more? We talked about my consulting uh, business, but do you have any other kind of examples of financial advisors in the industry that maybe you've been able to do some work with on writing a book? I know we're headed there together, but where you've actually helped write the book and then utilize the LinkedIn uh, process that you utilize and kind of what what that looks like and kind of what those results may have looked like with a past client. Yeah, hundred percent. So um, love to, uh, I'd love to introduce you to one of my clients. His name is Mark Miller. He's the president of Hilton tax and wealth advisors. <clears throat> and that's this and impressively, that's the same Hilton whose hotels we've all stayed at. So, so, you know, so he, he's in a very privileged place where, um, he has this great relation, relationship with the Hilton family. He has the, you know, the Hilton family office. Um, he has all these resources and he's doing very, he's, he's a very successful guy. About three years ago, he reached out to me um, through a mutual acquaintance, a mutual acquaintance of ours. He knew about me. Um, and, you know, his, his first question was like the question that most people have. It's like, hey, you know, LinkedIn, you know, I'm having some problems. You know, I know that you do LinkedIn. Can you help me? And, and I said, well, 
I can, but you know, there's this path that we need to go through to actually really help you be successful. And of course, I introduced the idea about him first starting by writing a book. Um, and he was a little bit like, ah, you know, I just want, I want leads. I want, you know, I want, I want activity on LinkedIn, which is very common. Um, I said, great, you know, and, you know, in order to be successful long-term, we need to start with a book. And, you know, that was the path that we started. So this was about three years ago. And he, 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 he agreed um, with what I had to say. And he liked the way that we helped people write books. Um, and so over the course of about six to 12 weeks, we helped him write his book, which was, which is called the tax-free business owner, how business owners can legally pay zero taxes. Now, you're a business owner, I'm a business owner. And, you know, I mean, you're, you're a very sophisticated, you know, business owner, so you may not have this problem, or maybe you do, but a lot of business owners have, the, you know, their biggest expense is taxes. And so I know as a consumer of this information, when I see the tax-free business owners, how business owners can legally pay zero taxes, I'm like, Intrigued. I'm sign curious. Yes, sign me up. Please send me. You know, me it's, a, it's like it's like I need to know a little bit more about that. It's like you know, I'm skeptical. <clears throat> I may or may not believe it at this point, but you know, it's like okay, you know, you got me. You got me. You know, show me what's next. And so we we helped him create that book. It's you know, it's a hundred page book, so it's something that is easily consumable. And that's one of the that's one of the principles of our writing process, as we call it, the short book formula, is that we actually want you know the right person to say, yes, I'm interested to then take the time to read or to listen to the book so that they can then say, hey, this is fantastic. Where have you been all my life? And you know, now take the next step. And so um, getting back on track, um, we helped them write the book. And then the next thing was like, <clears throat> you know, do you want our help in, in promoting this and on LinkedIn and you know, doing lead generation, all those good things. And so we've been working with him for on, on LinkedIn. So I want to say two, two and a half years now consistently. Um, we, you know, we his target audience is business owners that are paying at least $20,000 of taxes per year, which correlates roughly to, you know, the, the right, you know, demographics for the other things that he does, because he also does wealth management and a number, number of different things. But it's just been a very consistent um, process. Um, and we specialize with him on the LinkedIn side. Now, interestingly, um, what I love about, you know, you know, the strategy is that when you have the strategy down, and in this case, is the book. This ties into, say, a book website, and that ties into an email marketing campaign that's derived from the book. And so LinkedIn becomes a source of, quote unquote, traffic to get people to say yes to the book, to then get them into this funnel, so to speak. But for someone who's doing other things or wants to, you know, wants to expand beyond that, well, now you have the opportunity to say, okay, this is working. How do I, how do I go beyond LinkedIn potentially? And so in his case specifically, um, he's added on Facebook ads, you know, he does speaking, he does all the, he does webinars. And so all of these things funnel though, back to the book and the process that the book goes through. Um, I, I manage, you know, um, I have visibility into all of his results. And so it's interesting. I'm always looking and saying, okay, you know, I know he's doing these different strategies potentially, with, or not potentially, but with different firms and where are the most consistent leads coming from? Coming from LinkedIn. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's interesting, but you know, it, it just shows that if you have long-term thinking, you're willing to, um, you're willing to go slow that first six six weeks to twelve weeks to get the book done in order to go fast and be consistent. You can build a very um, sustainable program that that is that that gets the results you want. And then I'm going to pivot for a second. 
<clears throat> because <clears throat> aside from the lead generation, what I really love about the approach that we've built, and he just exemplifies that, <clears throat> excuse me, is again, I've, I've been helping people on LinkedIn for a long time, even before I specifically worked with authors. And one of the, the um, discouraging things that I saw before I got into the authorship part was that we'd help people get these appointments, but then either, you know, the, the close rate wasn't great, right? You know, these online close rates, it's like, you know, they just weren't great. Um, and so contrast that to the author side and Mark specifically, he's closing at 80%. And he does this with within two meetings. And so the first meetings is a, basically a 20 minute, um, you know, fact finder, so to speak, um, just qualifies the person, make sure that they're interested. And then he moves them into a separate meeting online. This is all done virtually, which is uh, typically an hour. And for the people that qualify and go to the second meeting, he closes them at 80%. Um, and, the, and I did a video with him recently. And he says very specifically, the people that, that go through that they all have one. <clears throat> they all have one thing in common. They've read his book from front to back, so they already are pre-educated to want what he has, and he has the credibility built based on the book. And of course, he has the Hilton brand and everything else. The other interesting thing is, is that in all of his lead generation, guess what? Guess what he starts with between the book and this Hilton brand, which is huge. Guess what he leverages? He leverages the book. And I'm going to say the book. He leverages the book. Now, as someone gets into this process, he'll start talking about Hilton and all his other benefits. Right. But the book is the lead. The, the book is a starting point because at the outset, no one cares about the Hilton family at the starting point. It's like, oh, you know, who cares? Once they're in that process, now it becomes important. Oh, you know, you're part of this. Oh, and you do this. Oh, great. But the book is the thing that gets his ideal prospects into that conversation in the first place. Yeah, I mean, an 80% uh, success ratio, as you know, is unbelievably high. I mean, that's about what we do from an endorsed lead from a CPA, right? When the CPA makes an introduction and generally sits in the meeting with us as an advisor. Um, so there's so many ways to leverage it. And, you know, one, maybe I have you back for a third appearance, Paul, and maybe it was Mark, right? Maybe maybe we can bring Mark on and do uh, almost a three-way to learn some of his tips and tricks. Um, but it sounds like this is an amazing opportunity to build credibility, to use LinkedIn, um, to kind of generate interest. But then it turns into, I heard you talk about um, today and in the past about having a website for your book, having uh, email marketing uh, once you generate leads. So it sounds like there's kind of like a whole process around how this becomes almost like the, um, you know, the shining star, right, of your marketing program, because it can build credibility in all different areas. I'd love, you could just expand on that a little bit. I think our, you know, our audience would find that interesting. Yeah. Um, it So, so, there, you know, in, in my mind, there, there's the book, which really, I call it the, the, the brand in a box or the brand in a book. Um, I think for a lot of just, just business owners generally and advisors specifically, you know, oftentimes they have a, you know, they're, 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 uh, they have a brochure. They're like, hey, you know, you know, here's the new thing. And I want to go talk to people about this, but it's a brochure fundamentally in most cases. Um, the, 
the book allows for the unpacking of the core values and the ideas, but what it really is is a long form piece of content. Um, I also call it a sales letter in disguise, but it's a long form piece of content that then allows us as a marketing company to strategically turn it into just unlimited short form content. Um, and so from the purpose of, so, so let's go back to LinkedIn for a second. So, you know, we talked about posting. Well, what do we post about? Well, content related to the book that naturally someone engages, you know, it's, it's not just random stuff. It's stuff that strategically it's splintered off from the book. And if someone has an interest now, they're like, oh, I want to know more about that. Well, where do they go? We'll, we'll steer them back to what I call the book website. <clears throat> which ultimately we use to get someone to opt in to, um, you know, give us their email, for example, in exchange for, um, in our case, we give it a complimentary copy of the book. And this can be a, an ebook, this can be an audio book, um, but we give that exchange. And then that's where now they're in essentially an email drip campaign. Again, you know, what's the content for that email drip campaign? Well, it's content from the book, you know, it's like, Hey, Here's your book. You know, I mean, it's said better than that, but, you know, after a week, it's like, hey, you know, here's a concept from chapter one, you know, and then, oh, here's an invitation to um, reach out and schedule a call, you know, when you're ready. Um, you know, you might incentivize that. Hey, when you reach out and schedule a call, you'll get a, you'll get a copy of the physical book, um, you know, all kinds of different things, but it creates this, 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 this framing because, you know, I've been doing marketing for a lot, for, you know, eight, nine years at least. And one of the biggest challenges that, you know, I'll, I'll admit that I had before the book in my own business is that you think I need to come up with some piece of content. What do I come up with? You know, you're just randomly throwing stuff out there, but it's not connected to anything. And so then you don't, <clears throat> you don't get the results that you want. So by starting with this long form piece of content, it allows for all these great things to happen. You have all the LinkedIn visibility, whether it's a newsletter, whether it's the posting, whether it's, you know, all these different things, it's all fundamentally connected back to the book which we, um, you know, the first step for that is the book website. Um, you can layer things on it. You know, you can do stuff outside of LinkedIn if you want. You can do just in your own natural world. You can get referrals. You can speak. You can do all these things. Well, guess where you're pointing them to? Well, to your book website. Yeah. <laughs> that becomes the hub for all this thing. And then, of course, what, what's happening, they're going through the same drip campaign so that by the time they schedule, reach out, et cetera, they're already have consumed enough of your content so that they know that you're the right fit for them. And so um, I, I might have been a little bit you know, off topic here, but, but to me, the, the hub, if you think like a hub and spoke, the hub of all of this is the book. Um, from there, we, you know, the, the spoke, if you will, that we really concentrate on in terms of marketing is LinkedIn because that's just our sweet spot. But potentially you have multiple spokes out there that all lead back to the book because that's the fundamental thing that moves, you know, that, that drives everything. Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. And um, I was telling my, my own team, um, you know, about kind of the plan and we were brainstorming about it. And, um, you know, one of the advisors brought up a great point. It's like, so like when I'm at a party and someone's like, what do you do? Right. Instead of telling them what you do, you just go, you know what? Can I get your address? How about I just, I'll just send you a copy of my book. I think you'd enjoy it. Maybe you get some value out of it. Then all of a sudden, a day or two later, right? They get a copy of your book with your smiley face on the front cover or, you know, however you design uh, your particular uh, book. Um, it's it's when you, when you start to wrap your head around it, which I've started to do, as you know, um, 
it's so simple and you make the process so simple um, to write this darn thing and it comes out good. What do you call it before? You didn't call you called it like a like a piece of sales literature. You, you uh, some... I, 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 I call it a sales letter in disguise. Yeah, because that's really when I think about what we did together. Um, it really is. It's kind of who we are what we do, how we do it, some stories about ways that fictitious clients that were real clients with different names have made mistakes or the way we've provided value. And at the end of the thing, it's very educational, but the call to action is kind of like, well, you might as well hire us because we're really good at what we do. <laughs> so like, as you say it, this is the interesting thing. Um, like when I interviewed the first time, interviewed you the first time we got to know each other, I was a little skeptical myself. And and by the way, for our listeners, you know, I, I really try not to ever sell anything um, on the show. By the way, you buying a book, I mean, writing a book doesn't change my life, right? Like good, good for you. Go, go, uh, go, go write one. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, just the process that I went through, I've thought about writing a book for like 10 years. I'm like, I wouldn't even know where to start. And I literally met with Paul for an hour on a Zoom. And then he'd send me a chapter, like, I don't know, a day or two later. And I'm like, oh my God, that's what I said. Only it sounds better and maybe sound even smarter. He does a really nice job of helping to ghostwrite it. And then to kind of couple that with LinkedIn and then all the other benefits from a credibility perspective, uh, for a very reasonable price point, in my opinion, at least, is um, I, I can't understand like where where have you been and why didn't I do this ten years ago? <laughs> it's literally kind of how you know how I've been thinking about it. So why we only have a few minutes less left, Paul? Um, you know, so as you know, uh, I'm writing several books as it relates to my book for the financial planning business, the one that we just finished working on together. Um, if you could talk about kind of what would you say you hit some of them already, but if there were two or three um, pieces that you would say we should really focus on to maximize our benefit, right? Once we've written this thing, what would you yep. say the two or three things are that you found are kind of most valuable um, from a results perspective? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so to me, LinkedIn, so so everyone that, you know, all my clients, they, by and large, they want to have a marketing um, machine, a marketing process that they can go through in terms of getting new eyeballs, getting new prospective clients. And that's, that's really where LinkedIn comes into play for that. But even before that step, for someone who's established, as you obviously are, there's so much possibility of getting a significant immediate ROI from just the book itself before you look to attract new people. Now, these things can happen simultaneously, but the people in your life, your clients, your, your, your advisors that work for you, um, the referral sources, the colleagues, all these different things, these are people that already know, like, and trust you. And those are the people that can do a couple of things, either one, by really promoting the book to them and creating the awareness with your existing, the people already in your life, a couple of things are gonna happen. Number one, 
they might be reminded that they need something that they, that they don't already have. Now, I, I think I think you guys do a pretty good job of you know your process, so that 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 may or may not um, um, impact you guys. But for a lot of advisors I work with, it's like you know you do that, <laughs> you can help me with that. No, and, um, and I'm sorry, Paul. Sorry to interrupt you, but um, what you said is exactly right. You know what I did when you know on your advice, by the way, when you gave me back um, kind of the draft of the book, I sent it to about 50 people um, to proofread. Um, and to give feedback and make sure it resonated. And we've already gotten some business from those people because it made people that I know who I didn't necessarily have a way to go, hey, Paul, we've been friends for a long time. Like, what do you do with your money, right? Maybe I can help. It's awkward. Um, but they came back to me. I can think of two or three incidents already um, of people who came back to us and were like, you know, you should really meet with my brother-in-law or I'm retiring in a couple of years kind of thing. Um, so before we've even published the book, we've got folks in the pipeline right now um, that are becoming clients, which is amazing. Yeah, no, and that's exactly it. I mean, I'll, I'll shift over to my own example. <clears throat> so I've already finished writing this this new book that we're talking about from author to authority. But guess what? I'm, I'm intentionally slowing down because before I, I could publish it tomorrow if I wanted. But before I do that, well, <clears throat> one I want to maximize the, the the marketing value of it beforehand. So, you know, to your point, I'm reaching out to, you know, I think roughly, I think my list right now is about 30 different people. And these are, you know, influencers, colleagues, clients. Yeah, but uh, by, by the way, to our audience, I, I think I've been set up because I was one of them that Paul asked me to do. <laughs> I'm like, I'm to get you back on the podcast. And here we are. And now here you are talking to, you know, all of our listeners. So, um, but it's probably the truth, right? Well, it is. And, and, and here's a quote that I love, um, which is people support a world that they help build. And, and so by simply engaging people and getting them to, you know, it's not like, hey, I, I have this really cool brochure that I want you to take a look at and give me your feedback on. It's like, I'm writing a book. Well, guess what? People are excited for you. They're like, wow, that, that's really cool. And if the book is written in such a way that they can read it in, say, an hour or so, and then you say, hey, I'd love to get, you know, I'd love to get a, a, a testimonial and, and potentially put it in the front of the book. Well, now, you know, they have a status elevation. You know, it, it's like I was quoted in the newspaper, you know, I'm in the front of a book. I feel pretty important myself now. Well, guess what psychologically happens now is that they're much more prone to say, you know, talk to their uncle, their colleague, their brother, whomever it is and say, hey, you need to read this book, you know, partly because I'm in it. <laughs> so it creates, yeah. it creates this really synergistic effect um that's amazing I mean you and I've talked about this I don't you know hopefully this isn't sharing too much but you know we're talking about your book and how to potentially get um a forward or you know make make your own uh, employee advisors um uh, uh, a co-author of the book in, in some format for that same reason is that we want them to have ownership of it so that when they talk to their clients it's not just you know this is John's book it's like this is my book this is our book you know you want to create that dynamic absolutely um love it so soup Super well said, um, Paul. The the uh, the cool thing about this podcast today is I I just the more we chat, the more and you kind of know how my brain works, and the audience knows how my brain works. It's like, oh, we could do this, and we could do this, and we could do this. Uh, but I really do think it kind of becomes it could become sort of like the steak, right, of your meal, right? And once you have the book as kind of the main course. Yes, you need some potatoes and you need some vegetables and you need, uh, you know, dessert, of course, at the end, but it really gives you that credibility and it gives you that compelling reason for people 
um, you know, and an easy way to share who you are and what you do, elevate your credibility, um, et cetera. So, Paul, we're we're going to wrap uh, in a couple of minutes. Um, so, what I'd like to do is to just ask you, you know, two last questions. The first. Is there anything that I didn't ask you um, that I should have? Anything else that you'd like to share with the audience? And then I'll kind of hit you with the cut and two step. I just ask you to wrap by sharing with our listeners where they can find you. And uh, if they're interested in learning more about the book process and the LinkedIn process, where would they, where they would go to, uh, to find you? Yeah, um, I, think, I think the one question that I don't know that we talked a lot about, but I'd just love to add a couple of things there is, you know, I work with everyone from a solopreneur you know, who, you know, has their own shop to um, now someone like yourself and everyone in between. But, you know, in your case, you have 60 employee advisors. Um, you know, you, from my understanding, are by and large not part of the day-to-day, -day, right? And so, you know, for someone who's anywhere in between that and has advisors that work under them or with them, um, what I love about the, this process is that you can now create the message, you know, the cut and way. You know, yes. and you standardize that in a way that you create a lot of predictability around. So whether you have a you know a new advisor as part of your team or an experienced advisor who knows the story and can communicate it well, or you know you have the ability to communicate your message seamlessly in a way that you know that your ideal prospects and clients need to hear it. Um, and so it just creates so much leverage there. Um, and and so you, you know, and I say that just because for anyone you know in between that you know they have five they have five advisors they have ten advisors they have twenty advisors whatever it is you know when you think about writing a book not just for yourself but what it can do to your messaging and to it, it really transforms your whole marketing and sales process or it has that ability to do so um, and you know the, you way, the way I would describe it and how I'm looking at it Paul. Um, is it gives you the mantle of authority to actually share with your prospective clients and even existing clients what you stand for, what your value proposition is, what the client experience is, which also then ensures that your advisors need to live it um, because that's what their new clients and their existing clients are going to actually hear about. Uh, which makes you be real, right? Which I think is a really, really important piece and something I'm really excited about. Yeah, and, and, and not to go too long, but just to add to that, and I, I know that you're, you and I are talking about this, is that you know, when you have the advisor and you have the ability potentially to help them you know, write a chapter in the book or to write a forward, I mean, you know, what does that do to your ability as that business owner to really engage your team and make them more effective with the tools that they have at their disposal, right? And so there's just so many different ways. I mean, so you can see I get excited about this. Um, so uh, thank you so much for having me on today. I really appreciate sharing it. Um, I don't know when this will be published, but um, the book itself from author to authority um, will be published probably the next few weeks from when we're uh, filming this or recording this. And as of this point, the best way to get in touch with me is either just my main website, which is moreclientsmorefun.com. Um, or on LinkedIn, and it's Paul G. McManus. Um, be sure to use the middle initial, because if you don't, I am a bloodthirsty axe murderer out of Ireland, and I can uh, I can assure you, and John can probably attest to this, that that's not me. I'm the I'm, I'm Paul G. McManus, not the other guy. Yes. <laughs> well, so I, I remember you sharing that at the end of the last podcast, and I think I laughed that time as well. But uh, 
Hey, Paul, amazing uh, information. Um, I really appreciate you sharing. Um, your book is amazing. I already read it. And I think there is just nuggets, uh, nuggets and nuggets of valuable information in there. Um, and I you know, high, highly recommend uh, that our listeners give it a read uh, and consider uh, chatting with you about building their own credibility through writing a book and then being able to execute uh, on the LinkedIn strategy. I will share with you, I've got a lot going on uh, in my practice and my business. Um, and truly, I think the most exciting thing that I'm working on right now that I'm really bullish on where it could help me get over the next year, two, three, five, ten 10 years down the road is the ability to take this book that we wrote together to take your LinkedIn process, your email marketing process, and to scale that through the whole organization. I think it's a missing part uh, in my practice and from a lot of the practices that I've seen out there. This is a tactical way to ultimately drive what I believe to be amazing results in a very kind of focused way um, so that you can actually take advantage of social media which I think few advisors, uh, myself included up to this point, have figured out how to do. So thanks for uh, joining us today, Paul. Uh, we will make sure we put how to contact Paul in our show, show notes. Uh, to our listeners, thank you for listening to another episode of Quantum Growth for Financial Advisors. If you yourself or anyone you know could be a good, interesting guest, shoot us a note uh, and we'll see if we can get you on. Make it a great day. And thanks again. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. You can find the episode show notes and subscribe for updates by visiting cuttonconsultinggroup.com forward slash podcast. Make sure to subscribe and download the episodes on your favorite podcast app, and we'll see you next week.